That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Let's just sing it a little bit. I'm so high. Just kidding. I always have to say it. I'm kidding. I'm not high. But I like that part. What's up, Seth? What's cracking? Yeah, it's Seth good Manter. to be back on the mic. For real. You got your shades on right now. We'll talk about why that is in just a minute. But thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for supporting the show. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy Podcast. And we help people stay sober. We talk about drugs, alcohol, recovery, all kinds of fun stuff. We like to have a good time and... Uh, have some good content for you, so we hope you're enjoying it. If, you're, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. We're glad you're here, and uh, we're glad you're checking it out. And obviously, if you're here, either probably you or a loved one potentially struggles with addiction or alcoholism or something like that. So we, to, we like to try to normalize it a little bit and know that you're not a fucking weirdo, and neither is your family member that you love. You're just normal, and uh, we're just trying to get through life, man. Just trying to get through it all, so Welcome. I already let the cat out of the bag. Our guest today is Seth Manter. He likes to shave his balls and uh, long walks through the woods and uh, wear his sunglasses while he's recording. Because... I wear my sunglasses at night <laughs> so no one can see my eyes. I wear my sunglasses at night. Did you just make that up or is that a real Hell song? No, that's a real song. I think, Who sings uh, it? I want to say UB40 sang that shit really? back in the days. Yeah. I like some UB40. Yeah. What was yeah. the other song they sung? UB40. Not Red Wine, was it? No. Yeah. Was it Red Wine? Yeah. Red, red, red wine. <laughs> they wore the, uh, yeah. they looked like uh, Color Me Bad, but they were yep. before Color Me Bad, I yep. think, kind of yep. silk yep. shirts, all super 80s, night. No, I guess that was 90s, huh? Yeah. So Jess yeah, is just yeah. telling me, dude, I'm coming home in like 20 minutes. She wanted me to install a fan tonight, which I pawned off on Seth. So Seth came over and installed the damn fan. I'm going to tell Jess I installed it. So don't tell anybody. Yeah, for sure. A little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, uh, <laughs> I'll let you take full credit on that. Yes. But getting back to the sunglasses. So I rolled over here. Yeah. Like my dumbass rolled over here with sunglasses. I'm blind as fuck. And uh, the sunglasses are pre- prescription. Rolled over here, thought I'd have the fan up and be done with the podcast before the fucking sunset. So oh, yeah. I think we had like a two-hour window to be able to do all of that. And uh, here I am. But I, I, I like it, man. I actually been rolling with the sunglasses yeah. um, all the time, bro. Like, not to look cool. It's just, I don't know, man. I just feel... I feel more comfortable with sunglasses on. If Easy E was white, that's who you would look Hell like right yeah. now. Hell yes. yeah. Hell yeah. I'd take got that. The, the Lokes on. Hell yeah. I dig it, man. Hey, you got to see, right? You gotta yeah, fucking, you got to be, be able, able to see. see. You got to be able to see for sure. So Jess says, Kenny and Christina are catching a flight at 11 a.m. I'm coming home in 20 minutes. So, so we better we better hurry the fuck up. No, she's just going to have to come in, and I'm just warning our listeners out there that 20 to 30 minutes into this, you may hear a gaggle of children and wifey, the Jess, who hasn't been on the podcast in a while, who's actually starting her own podcast here soon, uh, Honest Moms, where they're going to talk about being a mother, being a wife, being a woman. Uh, What does that look like? I don't know because I don't have a vagina, 
But uh, I know that it's pretty fucking amazing, the shit that those ladies do with the kids and all that. So they're going to talk about all that. They're going to do their, um, uh, you know, what it's like, all that kind of crap. So it's kind of cool. But I got to have her back on to, to, uh, to talk some shit, too. Anyway, she's coming, she's coming home. She's going to interrupt us at some point, and we're going to have some fun with it, hopefully. Maybe we can uh, make, make fun of the kids or make them cry. Does that sound cool? I, I no? wonder how much uh, like Not cool. blue food dye Cash has over his fa- all over his face. <laughs> when he left, we went to the um, – got to stop at the ice cream truck, or the ice cream truck went by, and we all ran out, and – they were getting in the car and he was eating. I think he got the Sonic the Hedgehog ice cream roll. He, did. he, he had yeah. more blue dye on his fucking face than what was on that ice cream cone. So it'd be it'd be interesting to see what they had for dinner or what they had at the party tonight. Totally. Just, Probably just, cupcakes yeah. and by the way, I'm glad you brought that up. So let's give a little love to the homie Phil who's leaving to Texas uh pretty soon. Phil, love you, buddy. And uh good luck out there, man. Yeah. It's hot. And yeah, enjoy enjoy Texas. I love that you can carry a weapon out there and not be accosted. I guess you could still be accosted, but hey, I just had an idea. Let's just call Jess right now. We're calling her, guys. Let's see. I don't think you can hear it ringing. I'm calling mobile. She doesn't know that she's going to be on the I podcast. Yeah, I right can't now. I can't wait for this response. This is going to be great. Why isn't it ringing? Oh, dude, I didn't have, I didn't have the volume up. There we go. What's going on, dude? It's not ringing right now. Okay, hold on a second here. What do you want, Shane? Oh, that's why. There we go. Hi, you've reached Jessica with Bloom Hair Studio. Okay, hold on. Let's try one more time. Let's try one more time. Okay, there we go. Get ready, everybody. The Jess is coming on the podcast. But the best thing is she doesn't know it. He knows I'm driving right now. Why <laughs> is he calling me? My God, just unbelievable. Just fucking text me. Just text me. Why are you calling? Yeah. Just send me a text. Hi, you've reached Jessica with Bloom Hair Studio. Leave her a message. If you're calling to make an appointment, please leave your name, your number, and the time and date of the day that you wish to book. I'm in the salon on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and I'll get back to you at my earliest convenience. Damn, Thank she you sounds for calling, so hot. and have a great day. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more, more options. options. Um, yes. This is Shirley, and I'm looking to get in to get my extensions redone i'd also like to have a magenta highlight surely i told you i'm not paying for that shit anymore god damn it mom i'm just trying to get an appointment for a consultation you're so hot okay that was like we were 12 again <laughs> yeah the, the prank calling uh skills have, they're a little have bit different. Little, these yeah, days. dude, they're rusty, and I, I, I almost think that they've left the body. I think they may have. So I don't know. Yeah, Big Cliff, Big Cliff might have to come out later, and we'll see about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
what the hell are we doing right now? Seth? Yeah, I don't God. know. Fucking, losers. I don't know. That's uh, dude. It's it, it, it's 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 all in good fun for sure, right? And it is. So I'm going back to the uh, to the Shirley. So back in the days, we used to prank call, um, you know, a, a, a multitude of places, and we would act like we were women. <laughs> <laughs> but we were like 12 or 13. We didn't have, you know, kind of the more deep voices or whatever. Yeah. Or the scraggly, the rough voices, you know, like men. We didn't sound like men. <laughs> we sounded and like we were able to pull it off. And we were actually able to sound like women. Um, so I wasn't trying to, you know, I was just trying to act sound like a woman, I guess. Yeah, if, fuck that. If, Let's if do it again. <laughs> let, let me try this time. This is one of my uh, old yeah, here schools. we go. She's oh, okay. Here we go. This is an old school. Oh. I probably have to beep the name out when it comes in. I'll do that in post. <laughs> See if he answers. Maybe I'll. I think maybe Big Cliff's going to come in on this one. Oh come on. It can't be closed. It's, nah. it's 10 o'clock. Like, dude, this was back. We were doing this back in the day when you had like three or four corded phones. Oh, yeah. In the house. This was before Jerky Boys <laughs> yeah. even came out. They came out when, like a couple years later and we're like, dude, why didn't, why didn't we, we record, record this? Shit? Yeah. I think we tried to at one point, but it didn't work. All right. Apparently, that is not going to work. Four four eight seven seven one one. Is that it? Or or four four seven zero seven one one. That's another. It's amazing okay. that I still remember these phone <laughs> so numbers. Awesome. Right. Like thirty years later or twenty five. Seven eleven. Hey, hey, what's up, man? This is Big Cliff. Um. I don't know if you remember, I was up in there just a couple of nights ago, and uh, I picked up some of that non-alcoholic beer, but man, when I got home, I started drinking it, and I think maybe somebody put something in it, because dude, I started feeling crazy, and then I woke up the next morning, and my homeboy, Lil Booby, he had all these pictures of me doing some crazy-ass shit, man, and so I'm just wondering, like, did, some, did maybe one of y'all, or maybe somebody switched the bottles out or something, because I, I don't even be drinking anymore, but I just felt highly intoxicated, man. Hello? Yeah, strike That's one. That. <laughs> I think I forgot to put uh, star six seven two, so I got <laughs> yeah, my phone number. It's gonna call you back. Oh man, dude! Did you try? Which one was that? Was that four four eight seven seven one one or? Mm-hmm. Okay, so four four seven zero seven one one. Try that one out. Wait, that one, the one that I just did was. Four four seven zero seven one one. All right, four four eight seven seven one one. Which one is this one? So that one we just called, dude. I think that's the one over here on Orchard. Okay, okay. One more time. What is it again? Four four eight seven seven. I mean, I'm gonna have to edit all this shit out. I just thought about one Damn one. It. I didn't do the fucking sponsor. I didn't do anything. <laughs> we, yet. I did. We'd start off. <laughs> we probably should, dude. Let's start over. Right. Should we start over or fuck yeah, that? Yeah, we could start over. That was kind of funny though. Right, I but think it's kind of retarded. Hilarious. And is yeah. anyone gonna sue me for saying retarded right now? I said it. Doesn't mean anything. It's just a word. Okay, let's try it. You go. You go this time. 
I promise we're going to talk about recovery soon or being sober and, and not morons. But you got to be a moron sometimes. It's fun. Try it. Try to just not give a fuck. It's kind of funny. Is anyone going to answer this shit or what? Dude, they're probably restocking the uh, the hot dogs gr- on the rollers. <laughs> The tornadoes? <laughs> yeah, the tornadoes. <laughs> putting Hello, the- 7-Eleven. Hey, baby. <laughs> it, do- it doesn't work anymore, yeah, does it? it doesn't. The, the woman's <laughs> voice does not work. Dude. Oh, man, dude. So- my, my how the times have changed, dude. They're like prank calling. <clears throat> is, is- well, here's the funny thing, too. Yeah, it's totally different now, right? It's a dinosaur, dude. You know what I mean? Like The best thing is, though, is that when we used to do this back in the day, we had these dudes calling back Seth's house. And so they would leave messages on um, Seth's mom and dad's answering machine. Well, back in the day, we had answering machines, right? So they would come home. And what did the message sound like at one point? I know they left some dirty ones, too. Yeah, they we left were talking some, dirty They tone. left some really dirty ones. And I, my, my mom and dad, they were like, what the fuck is going on? What are you guys doing? And What's we're wrong with here, you guys? Like, being innocent kid. Well, we, we weren't we very were being, innocent. We're that, yeah. We weren't being innocent. We were just being kids, dude, like having a good time. But we didn't think twice. Like, oh, yeah, here's my number. So finding the right treatment for addiction and mental health illness can be tough. That's why Sober Guys continue to partner with Foundations Recovery Network. Foundations stays true to their mission. They hold high ethical standards while providing treatment in a nationwide network of residential and outpatient programs all across the country. So like I said last week, wherever you're at in the country, chances are Foundations are going to have a treatment center nearby that you can check out. So uh, here's how you can ask some questions, get some information. Uh, you can go to foundationshelp.com slash sober guy. That's foundationshelp.com slash sober guy. Or you can call 833-81-SOBER. It's 833-81-SOBER. You can talk with an admissions coordinator about treatment options. Uh, they can answer any questions for you or your loved one. Once again, 833-81-SOBER. Much love to foundations. And uh, we appreciate you guys. So what's up, Seth Manter? Nice to have you on the show. Are yeah. we going to get to chat now? <laughs> yeah, what's cracking? Nah, man, it's uh, it's definitely good to be back. It's It's been a while. You know, I always have a fucking great time um, doing doing the podcast. You know, it's it, it's always a good time. I, I don't think I've been on since, uh, you know, I kind of signed off after doing a couple of the, the solo shows, dude. So, you know, this is going to be, it's already fun. Like, you know, just, uh, just sitting back and fucking shooting the shit, like doing the calls, testing, seeing the, seeing the new equipment work. Like that's super legit. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a dork. Yeah. No, it's the, that's, that's super cool, but it's, it, it's Excuse rad, me. rad to be back, dude. Yeah, dude. It is, dude. It's good to have you back. And there was a lot of people that missed you. Um, you know, I got some emails and stuff like, Hey, we're Seth, we're Seth, you know, and I said, Seth's taking a little break right now. You know what I mean? Like you've been through a lot in the last couple of months, bro. Um, and I just want to tell you, I love you. Oh, and Jess just texted me and said, okay, I'm on my way home and cash has a black eye. How the hell oh, did wow. you get a black eye? Anyways, we'll address oh, well, that. Hopefully you don't have her. CPS knocking at your door Good on Monday Lord, morning. Man. Jesus Christ. Gosh, that's scary. Probably fell in the pool or something. Um, but yeah, dude, I missed having you on the show. It has. It's been a while. I don't even know when. Um, I guess I could look, but 
it's been it's been a couple months for sure and uh like i was saying you've had a lot going on in the last couple months so fill us in man what's been going on yeah yeah for sure so um you know i'll just kind of go back to uh the the last show i did man i you know you you so kindly asked me to come on and be a part of the show dude and be you know be a a guest and start a show on tuesdays dude and that shit was it was fucking rad like i i really enjoyed it man i got to talk to some really cool people um had a good time dude but what i what i found when i was doing the podcast dude because it was it's a it's a lot of work bro like and and i see that um I see that looking back now, you know, like I, I started to get obsessed, you know, a lot with the, po- uh, the post and the pre-production shit. Yeah. Um, you know, and I found that a lot of that was kind of taken away from, uh, just my, my program, my, and my well being. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I took a step back and kind of looked at, you know, like I was putting some other shit off to the side, right. To, uh, to you know I, I horrible i just I, horrible fucking time management for sure um you know and i and, and i realized that dude and um yeah so i kind of had to had to had to, had to sign off i think that was titled something about the you know um the emotional, emotional weeds yeah pulling my emotional weeds man and it's it's that was a good episode too i can go back and find it yeah i really i i enjoyed doing it it was i don't know it was two two something for sure <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I just kind of talked about like, you know, that, uh, episode 227, 220 pulling emotional weeds. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, obviously kind of took, took a step away, um, you know, to, to get my, get my head straight. Right. And to get kind of get back onto my, you know, onto the path that I was on before I started doing the podcast or, and even in, you know, in the early episodes, I was still kind of on that path. Um, but I found that there was a lot of like, like I was kind of, in, uh, I was kind of an emotional wreck for sure. For sure. Um, you know, and then, uh, dealing, dealing with my mom's like mom's got super sick, you know, um, and I, you know, like this is, this is something that's, that's super recent. You know what I mean? Like she, she battled ovarian cancer for three or four years. Right. And, uh, she, she lost her life to, to her fight with cancer, um, back in April. Um, you know, and you, you did that awesome, awesome dedication, dude. So, so yeah, I've, I've had a, had a little bit of shit going on for sure. Just a little dude. bit. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Just dude. a little. Just a little bit. But, um, you know, it's good to be back. I'm super pumped, dude. Um, kind of talk about, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck? What are we going to talk about? I don't know. And I think that's kind of the beauty of this, you know, we say podcasting or we're going to record or we're going to um, talk. I look at this shit as art, bro. I feel like the art of the conversation is lost a lot today with social media and I'm guilty of it myself too. So don't, don't get me wrong, but between social media and constantly being on the go, constantly being, you know, wearing these different hats and shit, you know, worker guy, father, um, husband, son, friend, all that shit. Um, we don't get it, uh, to take the time a lot just to like have conversations. And so that, I think the more that I do this, the more I've realized like how important that is. And that's why I love doing this shit. And that's why a lot of the time 
you know, most of the podcasts that I do, I'll have some general questions for, uh, especially if it's a guest that I don't know, you know, like, I, yeah, I'll have, I'll have a, a, a outline of it, but I don't really want to, it's not a Q and a session, you know what I'm saying? And it's, a, it, there's this art to it of a conversation. So I'm taking up too much time trying to explain this, but what I'm saying is, is that I don't really know. And I love that in the same aspect that we can just sit here and just shoot the shit and something's going to come up and we're going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for sure. I think that uh, natural conversation, dude, the the uh, real connections that you get from a natural conversation are probably, um, you know, looking looking at them now, dude, our, our, our biggest, you know, asset, our biggest prize, right? And that's kind of just, you know, that's when shit is when you're candid and you're and, and and just shooting the shit. That's when stuff's real, man. And there's you know there's emotion behind that yeah. shit. Um, I think you know having some printed up set up set of questions. You know it could be kind of mundane for sure, right? Yeah. Just being able to fucking hang out, um, kind of talk about what's going on, you know, uh, in life, and just to maybe like pull a little bit of normalcy, uh, you know, especially for the newcomer out there, man, like people deal with this shit on a daily basis, dude. And, you know, one thing that I always said and kind of attested to and had some pride in like, man, I'm just, I'm just a fucking regular dude, bro. That's, that's, that's working through life. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I think that, you know, just kind of going off the cusp for sure is, is, well, it's fun. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, it's, we, and it's a lot fun. It's a lot more fun that way for sure. And I don't know if they'll make them in this cut just in case that they do or they don't. I'll just say that now. Haven't decided yet, but just even doing like the prank calls, the stupid prank calls that we did earlier. You know, um, like yeah, they're 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 stupid, but at the same time, they're fun for us. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care because they're fun. Like, and and then we learned something too. Like, man, that was like twenty. So let's see, I'm 30, I'm almost 38. You're 38, right? Yeah, yeah. So when we did those, we were 12. That was 26 years ago. 26 years ago. And my we used to do that shit. We used to prank on. It's so funny, dude. Like I was telling Mel on my way, you know, before I came over here, because we were talking about doing some prank calls and shit. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Like, I don't think I still have it anymore. And clearly, clearly it's either I don't have it anymore. And I, I know I don't. Or it's just like. People that get prank calls have like caught onto that. Yeah, they have like to if know. It's, if at this it's point. not it's so someone old. that they know that they're expecting to call, yeah. like they're gonna fucking hang up. And I, you know, obviously, like I would do that same shit. Yeah, is if someone called me and was like, you know, tried to prank call me. Well, the phone is such a different thing today than yeah. it was twenty six years ago, or even twenty years ago, or even fifteen years ago. Like the phone, it's all about text now or yep. email or social media like not a lot of people really call i feel like it's totally no, different than back then right. all it was was a phone call that's all you did so every, so the phone was the phone call was like so normal back then and prank calling and i'm like i'm literally thinking about this and learning it and yeah. as i talk it out right no, now you're absolutely I've right i've never thought about it like that well, and dude, it's like you talk to so many people you know like oh guess who i talked to today or or whatever, you know, like, hey, I had a conversation with, uh, uh, you know, Jess, and we were talking about this, that, or the other thing, and it's like, oh, yeah, so how long did you talk to her for? Oh, well, I, you know, I just sent her a text message. Like, we were talking <laughs> through text message, you yeah. know what I mean? It, it's so crazy, like, that, that 
even that, you know, somewhat connection that you get with another human being, just talking to them on the phone, like you get their emotions and all this other shit. Like it's all lost nowadays, dude. Cause it is, totally. you, you're right. It's the text messaging and the, and the social media, let alone like you don't go over to your neighbor's house or your friend's house anymore and sit on the couch and have a conversation and have a cup of tea. You know what I mean? And that's, that's kind of like the beauty of this podcast, man. Yeah. Like, like we get to do that shit um, and, and put it out there. So I think that, you know, going back to the, you know, having an outline and all that other shit, you know, um, the, the real conversation is, is where it's at. Well, for how, about, show. how about what happens when someone knocks on your door? And you, and you didn't invite anybody over. Bro, I won't even... I, Who the I won't fuck even, is that? I Who won't the even, fuck is at my door right now? Yeah, yeah. like you feel violated. Like, why are you coming at my door knocking exactly. at my door? Who said you could come knock on my porch? That is my little area yeah. of land. Yeah. I, I own this. Don't come here unless you call me. Yeah. Not, that wasn't like that dude, back in the day. Nah. The fucking we, neighbors came over. Here, I brought you some pie. Here you go. Yeah, we have gotten... As, as humans, we've gotten so possessive that's caused us to fucking <laughs> isolate ourselves. You know what I mean? Like even even going Divided. back to the phone, dude, like if I don't recognize the number, mm -hmm. um, I won't even pick that shit up. You know what I mean? You can leave me a message if it's worth it. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, I think it's it's kind of funny just that, you know, like the whole human to human interaction, man, is has completely changed with with our tech with the technology I, that's out there and i hate it's, talking on the phone personally it's not one of my favorite things to do now i do it um when i have to but if i if i don't have to i'll text yeah so see, i'm just as guilty of it as we've adapted into this you know just a new way of living i guess with technology and what we can and can't do anymore. yeah but, so i'm that i'm that asshole that will fucking call you first and then I, text and then text you like i won't I won't even like, I'll even call you, leave a message and then I'll text you like, Hey motherfucker, I know you got your phone on you, <laughs> right? Like pick yeah. it up. Cause you know, I'm, I, I I'm still kind of in those ways, man. That I want to go back to getting a pager dude. And then I can just use somebody else's phone. Hey, can I use your phone? Yeah. Just page go me? into the Seven Eleven. Hey, let me, yeah. borrow, let me get that phone. Have you ever been in a, like a public place and then, okay. And be honest about this. And I'll, and I'll tell you, I'm honest cause I've done it before. You're in a public place, right? Okay, your phone rings. And you look at it and you go, yeah, I don't really want to talk to that person right now. And so maybe you, you send it to voicemail or whatever, right? And you put it back in your pocket. And then have you ever looked around to see if maybe they're there and they can see you? <laughs> and they're like, I just saw you. You saw that I was calling, but you sent me to voicemail. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's never happened though. The person's never been there, but they could be. I don't, I don't know if that's ever happened. I've had multiple times where it's like, I'll get a phone call, they'll leave a message, dude, and some some point in the day, like I'll butt dial them. And there's been a couple times that I, like, I was like, yeah, I didn't really want to talk to that motherfucker right now. Right? And, then, and you know, obviously I, I get called on my shit. Like, damn, bro, like that was a little harsh. And, you know, looking back at it, you know, it is like – who knows oh, wait, man you said that yeah and, and i said they, like i butt dialed and they, and, and they heard it and or you know like Take someone that. will ask me oh who was that they called oh it was fucking i don't know dick and i didn't want to talk to him right now you know what i mean like fuck him i'm like always I, scared i'm gonna yeah. butt dial someone while i'm taking a dump dude and they're gonna hear it maybe it's like my my uh you know kid's teacher 
Not that I, why would it be my kid's teacher? I don't have my kid's teacher's number in my phone. <laughs> I don't know why I fucking just said that. Maybe it's my, maybe it was uh, someone embarrassing. Who's in my phone that would be embarrassing if I took a dump? The proctologist, maybe. <laughs> Actually, that might be that might be that might legit. Be he would diagnose. He yeah. might say, "I hey, the, <laughs> I, by the tone of your fart, by the tone of the way the shit fell out of your ass, I think there might be an issue. You might need to come in. We might need to probe <laughs> yeah. around a little bit because that didn't sound very fluent. Yeah, have what you is, been eating your vegetables? What is that? What does that do to the soul when the proctologist tells you they need to probe? Oh God, quote unquote probe around oh like, my god dude i just are you are you, are you quick that. to go into that you know i've been avoiding it um and i hear that it's when you get into your 40s and into your 50s i think when like you, it's a normal checkup it's a normal checkup it is at some point yeah. in, into your 40s or 50s i think and i could be wrong on that but i know it's not in your 30s to my knowledge so i still got a couple of years but like what does that look like what is it? I don't, I don't even care wanna... what it looks like. Like, what does that feel like? Well, that's kind of what I meant by what does it look like. But the whole process, like, what does that pro like? Yeah, I'm here to okay. get my ass probed. <laughs> hey, Doc, how you doing? You just no, I'm doing good. I'm just gonna stick my finger in your ass and move it around a little bit. Yeah, no big this, deal. I mean, is this a doctor that you shake his hand? <laughs> Like <laughs> afterwards, yeah, or or even before. Hey, I'm Seth. You know, like when you do the introduction, like ah, oh, Doctor Asshole. Like I'm I'm Seth. I'm happy to be here to have you <laughs> have you finger bang my butthole. Right I mean, because I've shaved, I, I've shook him a doctor's hand a couple times before. Like, but yeah, see, that's when I. What wanna, if he sticks it out? That's when I want to wear my shirt that says I shaved my balls for this. <laughs> right when I walk into the doctor's office, and he's gonna probe my butt. What if he took it out and smelled it? What would you do? <laughs> like smell, just like a quick smell. It was really brief. Like he kind of did it. Like, like he kind of looked to the side. <laughs> kind of looked to the side a little bit, just to like maybe not think that you would notice. I don't know. Or is that? Would you part call of, him out? Is that? I, is, or could that be part of the exam? Is that like a? Well, see, that could really... be a defense of his. If you called him out on it, did you just? Did you just smell my finger? Well, yeah, Mr. Raymer, uh, I did just, I smelled the finger, but it's part of the examination. I need to see it, see if there's like a smaller scent here. Uh, if it's more of a mild kind of uh, salsa smell, um, it's going to be something that, you know, it's not that big of a deal. If it comes up more, uh, more on a higher scale, uh, something more like sour cheese, something along those lines. Okay, I took it too far there, but you know what I'm saying. I would what definitely. What are you doing eating sour cheese? I don't eat sour cheese. I eat a lot of cheese, though. I like cheese. I mean, I guess blue cheese could be considered sour cheese because it's yeah yeah I like and, cheese and whatnot yeah i'm not i'm not planning on having any proctology exams anytime soon though so well, that about sums that up i don't know man it's i think it you know with with the prostate cancer out there dude i think it's probably i know it's important that you know as 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 men right i think that it's i i, I not that i'm excited to do it but I you don't have it on your calendar no it's not not yet yeah. not yet yeah, I don't think I'd be very stoked about it either. Yeah. Hey, you know what I didn't mention real quick, and I'd like to do this if if you don't mind, is we got a live show coming up next week at the Hollywood Improv. It's June 23rd. Um, let's see. Skylar Stone will be there. Matt McCarthy. Uh, a couple of other guests to be announced. Tickets are 10 bucks. so if you're in the Los Angeles area and you'd like to come out and see a live podcast, 
talk some recovery, shoot the shit a little bit, have some laughs, have some fun. Um, come out, come hang, come hang out with us. Have a good time. If you go to improv.com slash Hollywood, you can get tickets there. They're 10 bucks. Uh, also if you just, you're already on that soberguy.com, you just click on live shows and, uh, you can get that there and there will be no live proctology exams. I promise. Or any talk of that. Yeah, I think, man, if you have the opportunity to go check that out, like go check that shit. You know, I, I think that uh, you know, just like we're kind of shooting this shit here, man. That's It'll that's the fun. biggest thing. Like, you always got to have a good time. You know, make sure that there's a, a way to, you know, laugh and enjoy <sighs> totally. enjoy this fucking existence that we're in, dude. Because uh, you know, it's short. It's short. It's fucking short. But uh, and and that's what you know, just maybe making a connection there like you might meet someone that you wouldn't meet anywhere else i don't fucking know yeah right right i love it man i know because we're gonna die one day anyways right yeah yeah that was what we talked about earlier we go what's it all for we're just gonna die i mean that's not the most positive thing to talk about not trying to bring us down but you know point being is how do you make that a positive you make it a positive by waking up every day and going, holy shit, this life's short. So I'm going to live today, <clears throat> not to sound cliche, but in all seriousness, like it was my last day. Imagine if you lived every day like that. Imagine if that day, which I think a lot of us try to do that. I know I, I, know I certainly try to do that. Do I do it every day? No, but I at least kind of have that thought in the back of my mind and that helps pull me out of some shitty times sometimes. Like, well, wait, it ain't really that big of a, a big of a deal, you know? But that mindset of um, gratitude, appreciation, um, bro, it goes a long way. Yeah. It goes a long way. For sure, man. And, you know, like I said earlier, man, like I didn't really, I've never really been touched by death until I lost my mom, you know, and it, this is, this is a, a, you know, a, a huge like eye opener for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah this this life you know what i mean could be stripped from from me at any point in time like so how do i want to how do i want to be how do i want to be in this life how do i want to be in this existence man and that's kind of where i've been rolling lately is uh you know not not so much what do i want to be remembered for um but how do i want to make the most out of this how do i want to who do i want to be um, so that's, that's been actually really, really fucking cool, man. Like yeah. I've, I've, I just, <clears throat> I've been, I've been trying to just be this person of love. Like, I just want to fucking love everything. And, mm. and I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure this is going to change. Like, it's, it's just like you always say, man, it's just a season. Um, but I just want to be kind of the best person that I could be. Yeah. And, um, Live it to the fullest, huh? Live it, yeah, and uh, you know what I mean, and uh, and well, I think your mom lived it to the fullest yeah, too. I just she, want to say that real quick she because most, her and Jay just, bro, they they crushed it. You know what I mean? Like they lived it to the full, especially your mom. You know, like she she got after it. You know what I'm saying? She was a great example of that. I guess is what I'm saying, bro. Like, yeah, I think I, about that a lot, I, dude. I I definitely uh, think that for my mom, like there was, you know, like she had no regrets like yeah. i don't think there was anything that she would have wished that she would have done you know what i mean and she was kind of the the live by the seat of your pants and just you know she was a doer for sure yeah 
Hell yeah. Um, yeah. She, you know, they traveled and fucking, you know, she was into yoga. Did she's super? I, I always called her the super yogi. I don't even know what a super yogi is, but <laughs> yeah. Um, just you know, obviously, man, like she was my mom, so of course I'm gonna say that she was a, a, an amazing woman. Um, but she always told me, you know, like love is the medicine to anything. You know what I mean? If you just fill yourself right. with love and give that love, um, you know, you will be okay. And, you know, I think that's something that Jay talked about. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. loved her and she went out and gave her love, you know, 10 times more. Yeah. Um, and it was something kind of to that effect, dude. So that's kind of multiply. The, he it, talked about multiplying. Yeah. Multiplying yeah. the love and, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of, you know, where I see it, just because we don't know what the fuck's going to happen tomorrow yeah. or, you know, four or five years, you know what I mean? And how do you not, like I said, not how do you want to be remembered, but how do you want to live? Like, how yeah. do you want to live that life? Hell yeah. I love, too, that, like, uh, with, a, with the love thing, um, you know, I know there's certain people that have issues in, in recovery, especially in the programs, too, with God, right? So the way I heard it, and and even you reminded me of this by just talking about that, is, you know, God doesn't have to have a face for you. It doesn't have to have mm. a, a a a persona, a skin color, a uh, you know, who knows if he has, who knows what it is. You know what I'm saying? Just if God is love, then it, then then that it should be enough to, um, you know, uh, use that, I guess, to. Uh, to your advantage to, and, and not only to your own advantage, but to your advantage by being able to give it back to. And I think at the end of the day, and I don't know if that really makes sense. I'm, I'm not sure I articulated that from what I'm actually wanted to say, but I guess at the, at the end, everybody wants to be loved yeah. and everybody wants to be able to love as a human being. At least I feel like that. And, um, as long as I'm, as long as I'm giving that back and I feel like I'm getting some love, dude, like shit's pretty, pretty decent you know what i mean like it makes it makes the day a little bit easier <laughs> you know we're blessed for that for sure well yeah and i think too man if you like if you're struggling with the word love like oh what mm -hmm. do you mean i gotta go give fucking hugs and kisses no you don't like the way i see it man i always tell myself dude just be nice yeah don't be a dick don't don't be a dick like and that's not saying that i you know i can't i can't laugh at shit i can't you know, I guess kind of poke fun at stuff yeah. or scenarios or people or whatever. Um, but at every opportunity, man, that I can like, just be nice. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's, that's, that's kind of see how I see the word love. I, f I find a little bit more nostalgia. Um, you know, when I say love or I don't know, I think I'm, I'm not a smart man. I'm, I'm not, but I know what love is. <laughs> Oh yeah, one of the best movies of all times. I saw um, Phil did a tattoo of Forrest Gump. I follow him on Instagram, um, and uh, dope ass tattoo, bro. Too. It was it was of Forrest Gump with the big ass beard, and he he had his Bubba Gump hat on. And uh, <laughs> the first thing I thought when I see it, when I saw it, and and I put the comment, um, I think I ruined your roommate's <laughs> bathrobe. <laughs> 
so funny, bro. That's one of the best movies of all time. Bro, there's it really so is. many lines that came from oh, that yeah. movie. And there's a lot of love in that movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Forrest was a lover for he sure. Was. For he sure. was a lover. He could dance. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it now. Oh, man. What else is up, bro? What else? I feel like we haven't got to chat in a while. we got some backpacking trips coming up. Um, kind of, sort of. They're kind yeah, of on the schedule. On? What's They're going on not. with the backpacking well, trips? All of our homies who are usually on on the uh, agenda are going to Alaska at the end of the month. So we had, we had two issues with that, actually. So number one was, and if you're not from California, you, you wouldn't know this, but um, we had so much snow out yeah. here this, this winter um, that up in the Sierras, most of it is melted off by now and you can get to a lot of the lakes out there. And there was so much snow that um, you can't get to a lot of them like we did two, was that two years ago? Two when years we ago where through? there's a- Dude, that shit was gnarly. We went up to Paradise Lake and we, we hiked through about, it's almost eight miles and probably a, a, a good five of it was all through snow and it was gnarly. Yeah. And there was a couple parts dude that it was, you know, we were still, when we went back this year, bro, it was like, God damn, I didn't realize those trees were so, yeah. so big, right? These snow bluffs were just huge. Um, I, you know, obviously I'm down to fucking go do that shit again, but it, yeah, yeah, it most definitely was hard. Um, and then, I thought too, once we got to uh, Paradise Lake, like it was just beautiful. You know, you had all the snow melting. There's waterfalls all yeah, over the place. Nice. Um, That's kind of your zone, dude. That's yeah. like your, you know, and and it's definitely a part for me too. But like, I feel like even when we went on that first trip, I remember. I don't remember exactly what you said, but I remember it, it wasn't even more of a saying something. There was a certain feeling that I got when we talked and stuff too, and I could see you kind of off and um, in like your own your own kind of space or whatever. And that feeling of nature and being out in the middle of nowhere where there's nobody, dude, except mountains and lakes and trees. I think there's a lot of primitive shit that comes up in in us as people. You know what I'm saying? And you can't really access that if you're in the day-to-day grind all the time. And I think that's why for me, like I love backpacking so much because you can get out there and just get a little piece of that, you know? I miss it right now. Yeah, for sure. And that's, (laughs) man, being outdoors, um, you know, nature aside, that setting aside, uh, for me, being outdoors, that's where I connect with my higher power. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Just straight up being outside. Now, when you take me out and you put me in that setting, um, I, I feel like I have kind of like an out-of-body experience that I'm in my, you know, um, I'm just going to call it like I'm in heaven Yeah. when I go to these places that are just, you know, kind of remote. Um, there's not much going on other than, you know, like natural, natural shit, you know, like... <laughs> Um, oh, I took so, a natural shit. I took a couple too. And that was, you know, the first time that I, you know, all natural, right? Like yeah. no, no uh, toilet or anything. But that was the moment that I was like, and I think, I, I, I don't know if it was with you or Josh, dude, and we were standing there and we were getting ready to cross this marsh or we had just crossed this marsh of fucking a million and two mosquitoes. And they oh, were yeah, on us, bro. Brutal. And it was just like I, I turned to Josh and I was like, man, 
this like this is a true sign that we are not in control and that's when it was like you know this this is my element um but yeah dude the outdoors for me like even 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 at work bro like i would rather be working outside because i feel connected to my higher power when i'm outside you know what i mean we got to do a uh a sober backpacking trip bro and just like get a group of I don't know how we would do something like that. I know that was something you were interested in. And I know, I think we kind of talked a little bit about it, like some sort of retreat or backpacking or something like that. I know there's some folks out there. I think Paul, I think Paul Churchill did something. I don't know if he did a hike. And I think Larry did too. There's a few dudes who've done some shit like that. Maybe we can kind of get a little, little knowledge from those dudes, how they set it up. Or something yeah. Like yeah. I mean, just throwing it out there right now too. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're kind enough to still be listening to this, to this podcast, right. Cause we <laughs> After got kind of, yeah, yeah, we, we really got off to kind off of a, a rough start and man, I don't know, fun. you know, to, to the listeners that listen to me and you, like our shows are usually like this, right. Just fucking shooting the shit, having a good time. Uh, I think people enjoy that a lot of the time. I mean, not not for everybody, but you know, yeah, this is it's real. This is what you get. You but know? I think what I was gonna say, I think we just throw it out there, man. If you're in Northern California, even if you're not, and you're down to fly out here and fucking do a little trip with us, like hit hit Shane up, hit us up, man, and yeah. and say yeah, like that'd be cool, like that. I think that's a good start. Is to get you know who's interested. Yeah, like that's, to that go is. out and do a, uh, you know, and I'm not. I'm but not you can't a, be fucking weird. If you're weird, don't don't. Nah, hit bro, me up, you please. could you could be weird. I mean, <laughs> hey, you could be in my pack. Yeah, but no, <laughs> but I'm not talking about weird. I'm talking about like 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 clingy stalker weird. Like don't yeah. be like that. Yeah, like that's okay. all I meant. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you can be weird. I'm fucking weird. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're all fucking weird. Oh man. That would nah, be that'd be awesome, be bro. Cool. That'd be yeah, really cool. I think it'd be a good time. Yeah, that was that was something that you know, and obviously, like I still have visions of of doing like sober excursions and shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'd like to do some whitewater rafting and and yeah. do some backpacking and you know go out into the woods and do some yoga, man, and 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 uh, you know do a little meditation. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think that'd be fucking rad. You know what I got? Uh, I. I mentioned to you earlier before we even started any of this stuff, this madness wreck of a podcast yeah, we're doing right now. I love it. Um, but you had mentioned the emotional weeds, right? Episode 227. And I had mentioned that I was thinking of that episode specifically just the other day. I was, so the last couple of weeks, I've been traveling a lot for work. I was in Fresno all week. I was in SAC. I was in San Jose and uh, I was busy. And I got back home and, um, you know, and then, and then on top of all that, all the other shit, right? Yep. Sober guy stuff. We got some other business stuff we're working on right now that we're going to announce soon, which is actually, I'm really stoked about it. Um, being a dad, being a husband, all the stuff, all life stuff, right? So my mind is constantly going. And I got back home and I got in about 5.15. It was hot as fuck out. And the kids and Jess were on the couch with the air on. It was nice and cool in here. And they were kind of doing their thing, right? And I could tell that they were fine and they were happy I was home, but I knew number one, the lawn, the lawn needed to be mowed. It was high cause I'd been gone and, um, I needed to kind of wind down. I just drove, you know, and I was tired and shit, but at the same time I didn't want to come in and just plop my fat ass on the couch. So I go, Hey guys, love you guys. Hugs. How was it? You know, talked for a few minutes. I go, I'm going to go outside and mow the lawn and shit. Right. 
And uh, so I went outside. I, I turned some Cody Jenks on. Dude, that album, Less Wise, is mm. one of my favorite albums in the world, bro. That album is so dope. Yep. Um, but beside the point, I put that on. I get my glo- get my gloves on. Throw my boots on, right? Hold up. You you wear gloves with your lawnmower? I do. Are you? Oh, you're that guy. I, I okay. Pick, well, I well hold on a second here. I'm okay. gonna justify it in just a second. Okay, I'm gonna justify. I, I have that there's two. There's nothing wrong with wearing gloves when you push the lawnmower. I always thought it was just kind of like like a pussy fuck, thing. Why the fuck are you wearing gloves? <laughs> but anyway, that's a good point. <laughs> it's no, it's it's valid. It's valid. But let me justify why. Okay, so number one, um, when I take the garbages out there's sometimes spiders on the back of them. And so I'm a pussy and I don't want to get bit by a spider. So I'll put my gloves on. Okay. Number two, I pick weeds, which is where I was going with the story. So I mow the lawn. Um, I go out and then there's weeds and I'm like, I could probably just whack them with the old weed whacker, but no, I got down and I started picking these fucking weeds and bro, the slowness of it, the stillness of it with a little bit of music in the background. And the, I know this sounds crazy or whatever, but just like feeling myself pulling the weed out of the ground, dude, it slowed everything down for me and it made me stop for a minute and it made my mind stop and it made me, um, relax, bro. And it was the craziest, coolest thing. It was almost like a meditation session Mm. for, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. I was just, I was going with the flow, bro. I was so in the flow of just picking these weeds, throwing them in a bucket I was I wasn't doing much thinking, dude. Little thoughts here and stuff, but um, it was just it was great, bro. It was great, and so I thought of that episode, and then I realized too about how much doing things like that, um, you know, no phones, no technology, shit, nobody in my ear, not thinking, not talking, anything is just it can be a form of meditation. Walking, picking weeds, any of that kind of shit. You know what I mean? It was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, yard work you know, for me is, is most definitely where I'm, you know, kind of in my meditation zone. Um, aside from the, you know, the morning practice that I do, you know, on a regular basis, but, um, there is something about that simplicity and, and just kind of being connected, um, and, and having mind on that simple task, right. Uh, of, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to grab this and I'm going to pull that out. And it, yeah. and it's really like, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny or anything. It's, it's really that simple, um, to kind of slow, slow the mind down for sure. And, yeah. you know, especially, you know, when you come home from being gone for a week and you, you know, the first thing that you do, you, you pull up, you see the yard and you're like, fuck. Yeah. That's exactly what I did too. Like, damn. That but, shit ain't going to mow itself. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> once you get into it, you know what I mean? I think for, for me anyways, you know, it's it, it, and if it's not, you know, if you don't have a yard or if it's not, you know, something that you're into, you know, I think it's finding that mindless task. Yeah. You know, especially after a busy day or a busy week where you could just kind of like fucking pull yourself back and be like, Fuck. And, I, you know, I obviously, like, I'm, I'm not an expert or anything like that. I wouldn't recommend going and sitting on the couch. Um, you know what I mean? Because in that tiredness where you're going to be drained and, you, you know, before you know it, you're fucking asleep or whatever. You know, yeah. I don't know. That may that may be a good thing, too. But I think it's always it's always good to kind of unwind the mind before you do go into fucking your night's rest. For oh, sure. totally. Yeah. That's like, you know, so I started playing softball on Thursday nights again with Chad and a bunch of the guys. So and, and it's awesome because um, 
quite a few of the guys, uh, you know, I used to play baseball with back in the day. We've all kind of stayed in touch. And obviously a lot of us have families now and we do our own thing. And I didn't play for a couple of years and um, I'm able to get back out there now. Dude, and it's been so fun in the last couple of weeks. And, um, but we, we played a, we played a late game uh, two weeks ago and, or three, or I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And um, it was like a night, it started at 9.30 and it started late. I think it was supposed to start at 9.30. It didn't start till almost 10. I didn't get home till like after 11. And when you get home, it's so hard to just go to sleep right then. Like I was, I think I stayed up to like one o'clock. Even if I tried to, I was tired. Even if I tried to come in and lay down, I would have just sat there and fucking toss and turn, start, my mind starts going and stuff. So I had to come in and like, just like unwind a little bit. You know what I mean? Like just sit for a little bit. I think I watched some highlights of baseball or whatever. Um, and just kind of like kick back and let my mind relax. Uh, let me rephrase that. Let the mind relax. Mm. Let's talk about that a little bit. How well, separate. Hold on. I just yeah. want to, I just want to talk about, you know, kind of, you know, what that, what, what that softball game, you know, maybe it does for you. You know, I think that a lot of times, you know, we need that self love and that self care and we need to be able to go to these places and get our batteries kind of recharged. And it sounds like, um, you know, softball for you that, that that's kind of what it does for you. It allows you to get, you know, kind of put everything, you know, maybe on the back burner a little bit and be around dudes that, you know, some of them, you know, some of you have been known for fucking years um, and just kind of hang out and fucking out. have a good time. Give yep. yourself some self care. So that's you know I think no that's, worry, bro. I, like and, free, yeah. A little exercise, bro. If you want to call softball exercise, but you're you that's totally right, bro. And I don't think I really even realized that until you just said that. Like I knew there's something there because I love baseball, you know. But it is that's kind of my time where I can turn it off and just well. And that's the other thing with baseball too. It's such a kid's sport. So, like, whenever I'm on a field, since I played since I was – my first words were bat and ball, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. I have a lot of yeah, yeah. baseball love in my heart. And when I get on a field, I feel like a kid again. Yeah, for Even sure. at 38 years old, you know. And so, um, some people say, why the fuck do you play softball? Softball sucks or whatever, right? Well, yeah, it's not baseball, but still, you still get that thing, you know. Yeah. What's that for you? Do you have something that is – is it nature, backpacking? Yeah, it's, probably, it's definitely – nature but is there something um, that brings you back to your childhood that you can connect with now or have you ever thought about that or damn, do you bro, think that's about a, it that's a good yeah because i'm just realizing that right now too as we're talking this out like baseball for me connects me back to me being a kid again and i think a lot of the time when we grow up we get all these responsibilities and all the shit and we forget what it's like to be free when we were when we were kids and so if we can find something that we love to do that we can do as adults that we did when we were kids we may be able to find like a connection there that frees us from that even if it's for an hour on the fucking softball field yeah yeah no that's 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 so true dude i think um i know like i don't do it enough or or, or often you know i'm not an avid bicyclist dude but i think when i'm on my bike you know what I mean? And, and kind of, you know, like I'll stand up and pedal or, or I'll lean back with no hands. You know what I mean? It's like stuff that I wouldn't do on yeah. a regular, you know, I wouldn't do that shit driving a car. Right. So I, I do. <laughs> Let's try it driving. A car next yeah. Time. Or take it off the little curb and kind of like pop a wheelie. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yeah, dude, I still, I still do that. And I think doing that shit is fucking super important it for is. the mind. Yeah. The bike, the bike is a good one actually too. 
the bike is really good. We went riding with uh, my brother-in-law, Gary, and his buddy, Steve, and we were talking about that, about how, like, when I'm on this bike, I'm a kid again. Yeah. Because how many times we ride bikes, you know, yeah, we're a kid again. Sure. And it takes you back there. It's so, so important. We should get some spandex. We should get some spandex. I have some. Do you? Yeah. I got to get some, dude. And let's go on a did, spandex uh, tandem bike riding uh, road down Alamo or like Merchant. They don't have the padded seat in the butt. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, yeah. dude, it's so funny. Like, even when I take the dog for a walk, like, when it's cold out, I'll, I'll wear my spandex under my shorts. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. That kind of that. It's kind of a lookout here. You know what I mean? Like, dudes oh, that totally. go to the gym, like, they wear their spandex under their shorts. And, and I fall into that, dude. And it, I, they're fucking comfortable. But I want to but I like, want to get spandex, spandex shorts, though. Oh, spandex like shorts. Like, spandex you want shorts the padded that are just... No, not the padded butts. Just the shorts. Maybe they have some checkers on the sides, like the 80s, you know? Hell Remember yeah. those ones? Yeah. And they were neon striped down. Yeah. Um, maybe some cycling shoes we can click in. Maybe I can get a helmet. I have a helmet actually, and maybe like one of those tight do you wear your spandex. Helmet? You have a helmet. Uh, I do. I do wear the helmet. Uh, it, it depends. Some some days I wear it. Some days I try to be cool and not wear it, which is completely dumb. Because if I crash, I'm going to break my head, and I yeah. can't. I'm too old to do that. Uh, but it depends actually where I'm where I'm riding at, and I need to go. I haven't been out in probably a month because the weather has been crappy. Um, well, it's been hot lately, but I'd like to go out and smash that thing around a little bit go off some curbs in my oh, spandex yeah. don't pop a boner in those either especially while you're riding bad idea but the the brain the mind the mind what, yeah. were, you, what were you thinking about i don't know i don't know what i was thinking about <laughs> uh, i gotta go at? i gotta go pee really go bad. take a leak bro All i right. can i can uh talk about nothing for a couple minutes let's just look on my phone you know what i had some quite i had a question on here from from i think um a dude named bryce let's see these real quick um let's see where was it it was one of the questions oh it was the identity crisis question so bryce hit me up on um instagram at real that sober guy, by the way. And I can't remember if I hit this up on. No, I don't think I addressed this on any of the other episodes. Well, and we'll do it while I wait for Seth to come back from taking a leak. Um. He asked. He asked. He asked. He asked. Yes. Tackling life. Okay, no wait. I know you talked about your identity crisis when you had got out of treatment with the Wranglers and the hunting vest, but I've been hearing a lot of people talk about the pink cloud after treatment. Was your identity crisis your pink cloud? So, you know, I think I did write back a little bit about this to him, but let's just talk about it anyways here. So I was under the impression that the pink cloud was a little bit different uh, for me than an identity crisis. Uh, the identity crisis for me, and for those of you who don't know, was I got out of treatment. I went back uh, home and I wore Wranglers and a hunting vest. And I feel like I've talked about this already. I probably have, but anyways, in any case, whatever. We'll talk about it again if that's if that's the case. But I forget sometimes, man. We do this, talk about this shit, this recovery and this life and all this stuff like so often, which I love to do, by the way, but uh, can tend to repeat myself sometimes. But anyways, wore Wranglers, hunting vest, was real confused. Um, 
that itself for me was part of this new Shane that was kind of reborn, I guess, getting out of treatment and getting sober and trying to live this new lifestyle. There was just a lot of confusion there, a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of uh, not knowing who I was or who I am at the time. And I think that was a lot different than a, than a pink cloud uh, for me. Um, and let me explain real quick to my understanding what the pink cloud was. It was more of... Um, it was more of that high that you ride, that natural high of sobriety that you ride where you're real up, you're stoked, you're excited about recovery in the first you know, three months, six months, even the year. Uh, and, and you hear a lot of people who go through this and then a lot of people relapse after it because they get on this high and they think they got it and they think everything's all good, haven't drank or smoked or done dope for a year. Um, you know, And they're kind of riding on this, on this pink cloud and, and it, uh, you know, kind of fall. So that's kind of the way I understand it. I think those were two different things for me. Um, and, uh, yeah. So Bryce, thanks for the question. Maybe Seth has a take on the pink cloud. Do you know how to describe the pink cloud? I think I just did my best to describe my take on it. Can you, especially can you for read, someone? Dude, in, I just took the longest not to, dude, I know that was a long ass piss, bro. Oh like a fucking God. camel. <laughs> So, yeah, read, read the question again. Okay. All right. So, Bryce said, uh, I know you talked about your identity crisis when you got out of treatment with the Wranglers and the hunting vest, which I just explained a little bit. Um, I've been hearing a lot of people talk a lot about the pink cloud after treatment. Was your identity crisis your pink cloud? So, basically, what I was saying just real quick was, to me, my, my identity crisis was completely different of how I understand what the pink cloud is. I didn't understand the pink cloud as being anything to do with an identity crisis. That was something different. And I don't know that I experienced it myself. Yeah. So, I mean, for me personally, I don't know. I don't know that I was ever on that, that I was ever on the pink cloud. Yeah. Um, you know, but more importantly, I think, you know, dealing with just straight up life, uh, you know, like serious life instances. Um, sober kind of were hard, were hard for me at the very beginning. You know what I mean? I didn't have like the, oh my God, I'm fucking sober. Like, this is great. I feel... Yeah. I feel awesome. You know what I mean? Um, I know that, you know, actually I take that back. Maybe, maybe my pink cloud was like, there was, there was a long time, <clears throat> probably six or seven months that I was like very comfortable, uh, being newly sober. Like I wasn't going to drink, like this is fucking great. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, until, you know, life, you know, kind of took, took a turn, you know what I mean? And that's when it was like, oh shit. Like, I don't feel that anymore. I don't feel confident in my fucking sobriety anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's kind of, and I, I can't really talk for other people, but I, that's what I kind of see the pink cloud is, is that after, you know, you're newly sober, or you get out of treatment or you're, you're, you're going strong, you know what I mean? There's nothing that could take you down. And then you have that moment where, where something comes up and it's like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know how to handle yeah, this. Like, that's good, I'm going to fucking drink. Like, I, I want to drink. And I think that's what that, I already said that, but I think that's what that pink cloud is where you you're, you you go from that. And they said they said in treatment, you know, it's that 
I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fucked. Um, I think that's kind of where it is where it's like, Oh fuck, I don't know how to deal with this. The only way I know how to deal with this is either to drink or use. Um, but I can't do that anymore. And you get kind of that, you know, for me, it was like anxiety. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't fucking deal. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, that is a super, super good question. I'd love to hear, you know, what, what other people, you know, kind of call that pink cloud. Yeah. Cause I remember uh, hearing about it in, in treatment too. They talked a lot about that. I remember David specifically talking about it and I don't even know if he referenced it as the pink cloud, but I just always remember him saying like, you will forget, you know, and you'll get, you'll, you'll forget how bad it was because you'll be feeling so good. And then that drives a lot of people back out to relapse, you know? Um, so that, I guess that vigilance is, uh, is pretty key. And you know, when I think about it now too, being one of the you know to my knowledge and i don't know i'm pretty i'm 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 95 percent confident that this is correct but i can't be 100 percent because i haven't talked to every single person but from what i've heard and went back and talked to people i'm the only one who's still sober out of that class or at least has been consistently sober since we got out oh wow um, out of 30, you know, five other people in there, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean that those, and I'm not saying that to pet my balls or anything. I'm just saying like from a statistics standpoint of people who go into treatment and try to seek help, the, the statistics show that, that it's not, the success rate is not very good. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy, bro. Yeah, for sure. And they're like, dude, there's been many instances that I could have gone and, you know, gone and gotten fucked up or high or drunk or whatever, you know, however you want to call it. But, you know, I think um, something that's huge is surrounding yourself with people that are going to fucking hold you accountable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for me, you know, for the longest time, I was so worried about letting, you know, my wife down my mom down for sure. Um, you know, my dad, I think that, you know, having those people around me and being accountable to them kind of kept me sober for the longest time. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And even to this day, like I would hate to have to come home and be like, Hey, you know, like I drank a couple beers today. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, that would suck. But I, I, I think, I think it's huge. You know what I mean? The, the, you know, and not to sound like a broken record, right? But surrounding yourself with good people kind of keeps you in that mindset yeah. of, um, you know. Do you know? Do you know how many times I've heard that? I think it's huge. How many times? <laughs> I, that, hey, that's one thing that I say a lot. Like, oh, bro, that's I think fucking it's huge. huge. I think that's that's huge. what you said. Yeah. You know what I just realized, bro? My fucking bed is sitting right next to me right now, and I don't have a bed and to you, sleep yeah, on. Yeah, you can't even sleep on it. No, literally, my bed, my mattress and box spring is sitting right next to us right now because we're in my living room tonight recording, and I have our whole room gutted out. Uh, well, kind of gutted out because I'm going to lay some flooring in there tomorrow. Oh, boy. That's what's on the agenda. Put your flooring hat on, Raymer. Yeah, home You're going improve, in home in, home improvement weekend for, for oh yeah for the Rain Man home Rain improvement man? Rain Man yeah Chad used to say Rain Man all what's the time. up Rain Man Shane and Troy too Troy used to say Rain Man actually I think even just as much if not more Shane Rainger what's up Juan where are you at son Mac Juan Mac Juan 
I see him. I still see him frequently, or not frequently, but occasionally was the word I meant. What else is up, dude? It's eleven thirty. Are we almost done, or what? I think so. We got about yeah, bro. That's like I that's think we're gonna wrap it up here. Two I two enjoyed. hours, two hours past my bedtime. I know, bro. I just you know I just want to say, man, like not to stroke you or whatever, you know what I mean, but. I want to thank you for what you do, um, what that sober guy does, what it's done for me, what it's doing for fucking millions of other people out there. You're doing fucking good shit. And like, it was awesome to come back. Thank you, man. I'm so glad to have you back. Whether we only talked about fucking recovery or whatever, you know, a little bit, like it was just fun to come back and fucking talk. And, you know, obviously like when I get asked, when you ask me like, bro, what's up? We need to do a podcast. Like I I come up with all this fucking great shit to talk, you know, to say in my head and, but no one, you know what I mean? Like no one gives a fuck. Like they don't, they don't (laughs) care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no one. Yeah. I got you. How, how, what I'm doing or whatever. I think it's just more important that, you know, we just, bring normalcy to um you know the struggle the 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 daily struggle that we deal with you know obviously for me um with the time that i have like i don't i don't sweat that i'm gonna you know drink again or or that i want to drink again i think that you know some of that and and knowing that i you know i could um if if i didn't if i didn't continue you know being mindful of, of of my sobriety and what it means to me um, but I think it's I think it's super important just to have these fucking you know I'm gonna call it kind of a shit show right where we just come on and fucking shoot the shit well, it, and do do some podcast or do some uh, prank calls and talk to the homies that are at a at a party like that this is like this is fucking real life you know what I mean yeah. like um, so yeah dude it was super fun like I, I I greatly appreciate it bro and you know obviously you know that I'm you know probably your your one of your one of your biggest fans bro and. I just I, I love what you guys are doing. It's fucking great, dude. Thank you, man. And I'm super pumped to have you back. You know, on and it 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 happened just how it was supposed to, and just yeah. when it was supposed to, and so that was part of it, man. You've been through a lot, dude. Um, I'm sorry, but you've been going through all that shit. Like it's I know it's uh, hasn't been easy for you or Jay, you know, or your yeah. family or anything, yeah. man. And, and Jess and I just love you, dude, so much, and um, we're glad to see you. You know, kind of um, having these new experiences and doing things the way that you want to do them and uh, all that stuff, bro. So, um, and, and two, I really felt tonight, like even, I don't know if you could tell just the mood I was in earlier when you came over, I didn't feel like um, we were going to sit down and have this serious It's not right. We're not, just wasn't time or it just didn't feel like, I I felt like tonight was a a night to kick it and have a good time and just fuck off a little bit and just be ourselves. You know what I mean? Take us back to when we were 12 years old. Like that's actually, this is fucking coming full circle, which is great right now. Take us back to that feeling of when we were kids again, pulling that out, dude, that's what makes me feel the freest. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have all these responsibilities and, stress and I need to do this and that and this and that like fuck all that I don't life's too short for that shit so um dude yeah that's good stuff and then the other thing I wanted to to remind you too and remind everyone out there listening right now and I promise you I was thinking this when I was pulling staples out of the fucking (laughs) room floor earlier before you said what you said is that you inspired me to start this shit bro 
by getting sober yourself, and that's how this program works for everyone out there listening, man, is that you know you, you see somebody, you see what they have, you see what they're doing, whether it's one of your best homies or a complete stranger, and um, and you want that, and you'll, you're willing to do what it takes to get that. And so I, I knew I had a problem, obviously. I knew there was some, some things that I needed to change in my life, uh, and I saw you doing it. And that alone said, well, man, if Seth can do it, I can fucking do it. So, you know, if you're listening out there right now, um, you know, that's a little hope for you too, man. Find someone out there that you see doing it and that you want, man, and, and chase that shit. Ask them how they did it. Get in touch with them. Talk to them a little bit. Go to some meetings, you know, get in community, get in a group, go to whatever. Uh, but get out there and you get out there and you find that fucking dog. <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler, baby. Adam yeah, Sandler, nah, Billy Madison. I, but I love you, man. Thank you, yeah, bro, for inspiring me. Yeah, I appreciate me. that, bro. And, and, you know, you wouldn't have um, your sobriety without all the work that you put in, man. Like, I've just been kind of a, you know, that belt, that billboard sign on the side of the freeway. Like, oh, yeah, that's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know. You're you're amazing, bro. You put in a fucking a shit ton of work and 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 continue to do it, dude. And you know, to to the newcomer out there, man, like it's it's not easy at first, man, and it, it may not be easy, you know, year two or three. But um, I'm here to tell you that you know it with the work and the continuous work that you that you have to get in, it just comes second nature, and it does get yeah. easier and it does get fucking better. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'll just kind of leave with this. And this is something that, you know, Dave told us at Azure Acres today, man, if no one told you that they love you today, I love you. I love it, bro. It's good stuff right there. Uh, well, dude, thanks again, Seth. And, uh, we'll let you know when our upcoming proctology exams are, <laughs> we'll be sure to post that up. Uh, check us out at that sober Connect us on Instagram at real that sober guy and, uh, at Shane Raymer on Twitter, peace, love and respect and keep your blood clean.